Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sosandule. Oh man, stressful morning a little bit this morning, but you know, it's a lot of, it's, I'm still feeling a lot of positive energy. I'm still very optimistic. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, I'm a capitalist, but anyhow, you know, I'm going to offend you because, you know, what, what is it? What it, you know, sometimes you got to take a little risk, right? No, you don't. Let me retract that whole thing and let me state this. The thing about it is, in this social media environment that we live in, we feel like we're entitled to share our opinion. Um, but the thing about it, when you share your opinion, it, um, it can work to your advantage or it can work against you. And the way how delicate, sensitive, um, uh, I don't know, people are litigious also the way how people are already negatively polarized they have a penchant or a, 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 a bias to, 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 to interpret whatever you say as negative now you know you're really going to encounter a person who is going to hear your negativity or hear your opinion if it contradicts or goes against their opinion and they receive it in a in totally intellectual way or as minimally emotional way as possible. It's rare that you ain't gonna encounter that person. Many people are struggling. We know that mental illness is up 40% since the pandemic, since the lockdowns. So people are unstable. We know that credit card debt is up people are financially stressed um we know that um you know we we have I mean, somebody just shared a statistic and this is not to disparage any particular but this is where particular gender but this is where the statistic was referenced um up close to 60 percent of caucasian women are unwed mothers close to uh, that's under 24 of the mothers of the mothers under 24 60% of the ones that are Caucasian are single mothers close to maybe 80% of those that are African American are single mothers so we see that children don't necessarily have and, and unwed doesn't mean that the father's not there it's just highly likely there's a higher propensity that he's not there we know that 90% of the people in prison don't have a father in the household so we see that People are struggling with a lot of dysfunction, a lot of struggles, a lot of financial struggle, a lot of relationship. I just I just mentioned that word for relationship struggle issue because if they're having a child, you know, if a couple has it, if a couple reproduces, fertilizes, reproduces, goes through the whole reproductive process, comes to gestation and all that, yeah, go go to the whole gestation project, project and, 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 and you know delivery, you know whatever. We already talked about postpartum depression in this um, in this podcast. Um, so um, it's it's understandable that a lot of people are struggling with things. A lot of people are struggling with things, you know, and they can't they can't um, they're, they're walking around with problems. They're walking around with problems, you know. 
Walking around with problems on their shoulders. Don't don't hit my car. Walking around with weight on their shoulders, you know. And um, any little word, phrase, gesticulation, mannerism might trigger them. You know, so you have to be careful sharing your opinion. That might be the thing that pushes them over the edge. You know what I mean? Sometimes. So we feel a freedom, an insulation, a security in sharing our opinion on social media and, and, and now it's evolving into the public sphere. Maybe it was always in the public sphere. But we want to share our opinion and, um, and as a result of this, you know, we, we end up triggering people. So the, the, this, this weekend, actually, I was on social media. And NLE Chopper, who is a, is a rapper, he's also a vegan. And he's also kind of a, you know, he's, 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 he's what Ali Reza calls, you know, someone that is aware of uh, speciesism, where we hold ourselves to a higher regard than the animals that we eat. And I'm still a carnivore. I'm still a herb. I'm still an omnivore. I mean, I was a vegetarian for a little bit, but I was still eating fish. So I still ex I still exercise speciesism where I think that these animals are fit for consumption, which I think is morally reprehensible. I don't know. I don't know how to use that word. I think it's morally wrong, but um, it's like it's like being a vampire almost. And I'm going off tangent talking about the, the whole vegan and speciesism. But um, it's like being a vampire and crying after you eat the animal. You know what I mean? Um, but at least the thing and the difference with a vampire is that they can't. That's their nature. They need they need to they need to suck blood and to, for sustenance. I don't need to eat animals for sustenance. There's so many other options available. There's an abundance of food available. Abundance of uh, culinary and nutritional alternatives to eating animals that are available to me. Um, so I don't have a cop-out. The vampire more has a cop-out than I do. You know what I mean? So um, the vampire has a more of a cop-out than I do. So the... Um, So, anyhow, going back to what we're talking about, the opinion. Sharing your opinion, it cuts both ways, you know? It can help you or it can hinder you. So, most of the time, it's best to not even say anything. And they have a saying from many, 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 many generations ago. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all, you know? Um, but that's somewhat limiting in that sometimes people need correction or guidance, and you try to provide them correction or guidance or information, and it triggers them. Some of them are hypersensitive. Some of them are negative. Some of them are mentally ill. And um, some of them are just culturally wrong-headed. You know, this whole beef with uh, D1 and... Well, not really a beef, but this whole uh, verbal... Uh, well, it's expanded now. I, I just did a post on, on D1, which is a, a rapper, D-E-E-1 number one where he asks Jim Jones and Rick Ross and Meek Mills to do better in not 
promoting fratricide, violence, homicide, and drug dealing in their music that they could do better. Um, and of course, Rick Ross responded and uh, was angry. Um, Meek Mills responded, I still haven't seen any of his clips, but I think he only tweeted about it, maybe. And then Jim Jones, now I saw Jim Jones's response on Sway. I just see clips of it. I don't watch these things. Um, Jim Jones responded, and he basically somewhat tongue-in-cheek said, listen, you keep talking like that, and, I'm gonna, and somebody's going to beat you up. I'm going to get somebody, one of my, one of my people is going to beat you up. Right? So, that's just wrong-headed coping mechanisms. Jim Jones is hurt by the young man's statement because it got so much traction online and he feels guilty. So, he was offended and his knee-jerk response was the knee-jerk get a response or the knee-jerk even, I don't know, even Shakespearean response was that you offended me. Now we have to duel. So it's not even just something that's relegated to rap music or whatever. People of, I would say, people who don't have higher vibration coping mechanisms and ways to express themselves and conflict resolution and oh my gosh and uh and um peace and reconciliation type of approaches to things you know they default back to oh I'm gonna beat you up they default to oh I'm gonna beat you up or I'm gonna shoot you or whatever the case may be and I had a similar instance because in in the NLE Chopper video where and it's the only reason I mentioned NLE Chopper NLE Chopper's video where he was talking about speciesism and how he doesn't think it's right to eat animals there were people in the comments uh, well one or two people in the comments that were offended by that and saying oh uh, he's just being a fake whatever whatever he's just talking about this whatever he's just being fake and I, I, I said to one of the people because I don't have to share my opinion. I shouldn't really. And I, I was really starting a conversation. I knew I was. I said to the young one of the young men, I said, it seems like you're hurt by his statements. So this guy went off. He posted, he replied to me three times. And eventually he said, listen, man. Um, and I said to him, listen, you know what? If this was real life, I would never confer I would never confront you in real life. You got it, man. And I admit that truthfully because I don't encounter people. I don't confront people. I don't want to get beat up in real life. In real life, I don't I don't confront people on things. I don't want them to beat me up. I don't want to... Yeah, maybe maybe I'll get the upper hand. Maybe they'll get the upper hand. I just base, I just go based on the fact that I, I, I don't want to... The loss is too much. The, calculate, the, the potential loss is too much for me. I'm not really experiencing combat. So I don't expect to necessarily get the upper hand. It's possible I could. Possible I could kill them. Possible. Anything's possible. So, um, I said I wouldn't confront you in real life. He said, huh, "No, you would not, because if I live in Cleveland, and, and uh, if you come over here, you would get shot." So, just off of me saying to the young man, "Listen, it seems like you're hurt by his statements." He 
got so angry to the point that he said he wanted to shoot me. So, you know, it's another is it we're we're going back we're going backwards emotionally. It's better to save your opinion. If I'd never entertained and triggered that demon in him, that wouldn't have happened. If I just kept my opinion to myself because it didn't it didn't need to share. I didn't need to share, I didn't need to comment, I didn't need to say anything, I didn't need to reply to this comment. So you know, you ever seen those old like Shakespearean what I mean is like, you know, like Mercutio and Mercutio and Tybalt, they had a fight. And the fight that they had wasn't really even about anything serious. And Mercutio ended up getting killed. That's in Romeo and Juliet. The only reason I remember, because I read the part of Mercutio in class one day. And I just I just really liked it because I think I was, I was rehearsing it. I mean, I didn't have to rehearse it because we were reading it from the book. But I was rehearsing it and I was watching the videos of it and all that. So I was really... Um, I was really, I, I never forgot that. That was junior high school. So, and Mercutio lost his life, like I said, over nothing. Like a small, very small offense. Um, but the, um, I mean, the, the, the Montagues and Capulets had a running beef. But, it was, uh, you know, I don't really know what it was about. It's probably just over Romeo and Juliet. But the, um, the, um. Man, what am I trying to say? Now I'm confused because now, I, like I said, I'm having a little bit of a stressful morning, a little bit. Um, it's nothing really important that I... And I was going to say something that was potentially offensive. But I'm not going to say that thing because of what I'm explaining right now. When you offend somebody, you don't really know what direction they're going to take. And even if you're what you're saying is something that's relatively harmless... It doesn't mean that it's harmless to them in their sick mind or um, wrong-headed, um, poor teachings, poor coping mechanism, uh, poor uh, self-soothing, poor conflict resolution uh, self. They may not be equipped to handle what you're saying, even something harmless. So that's why I just really so anyhow, when I when yeah, going back to what I was saying, it's talking about Shakespeare and you know and, and the Montagues and Capulets and Tybalt and, and Mercutio and you know you ever see these old movies where he says, Sir, you have offended me and he takes off his glove and he smacks him. They even do it in the cartoons. They even do it in the old nineteen eighties, nineteen seventies cartoons, you know, like Bugs Bunny and all these guys. Let's take their glove off and smack the guy in his face and say, oh, sir, you have offended me. Uh, you know what I mean? Look look at even, um, what is his name? Hamilton. Uh, what's his name? Is his name John Hamilton? John Hamilton. The, the, big, the big Broadway play from Manuel, Manda, Manuel Miranda. Is his name Manuel Miranda? Yeah, yeah. He has a, he has a, um, he was in the big, the big play that made him a famous, um, Hamilton. So, it's Alexander Hamilton. I think his name is Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, Alexander Hamilton, which was one of the guys who, um, I think his name is signed on the Constitution somewhere, ended up having a duel. I don't remember with who. I think it's John Adams or something like that. I don't remember who he had a duel with. Burrell. He had a duel with a guy, I think, named Burrell. 
So for whatever, whatever, whatever reason, these guys are dueling for some honor stuff. Like the both of them are members of, I don't know, parliament. I don't know what the heck they were. They were, you know, they had some political beef. And it escalated to the point where they had a a, a turn and draw a duel. You know what I mean? Like, a, you know, the spin, spin and, spin and shoot. You know, take 10 paces, spin and shoot or whatever. You know, with the old gunpowder behind the ball and all of that and um, whatever reason you know he thought that he was going to be cute and poetic turn around and not shoot or some something like that I, I, I don't want to get into it go watch go watch Alexander Hamilton by John Miranda he's rapping throughout the whole video so um, throughout the whole thing I've never watched it it's been on PBS and I never watched it but Miranda's a very talented guy. The um the um bust that light. Bang. The um I'm just saying, you know, ego. So off of my ego, I want to share my opinion, make myself feel better. Off of my ego, I put myself in danger. Because my opinion can potentially put me in trouble. Like in um, Top Gun, which is a statement that existed outside of Top Gun. You're writing checks that you're behind cannot cash. You know, you're creating drama and, you know, whatever. So, I got to learn to keep my mouth shut. That's one thing I know. And, um, yeah, that's one thing I got to do. You know what I mean? So, anyhow, stand and deliver, man. Stand and deliver. It's all about doing what you got to do. And you know what I mean? You're taking the consequences of your actions and all these things. But if you keep your mouth shut, you know, you save yourself a lot of headaches sometimes. Let me bust this right here. Bam. All right. I got to go handle some business. And I thanks y'all for rocking out with me. Thank y'all for listening. Hopefully I haven't hit this man's car. And y'all have a wonderful day and stay optimistic.